0: Do you ever find that when you're wearing like pants or something and they're too tight, and so you don't want to bend a certain way because you don't want like your underwear to show or like you know, and you're just you are restricted. And then
1: does your back ever go out? <laughs> yeah, like definitely, <laughs> probably like tear a muscle in my leg because I'm not <laughs> you know able to move well. And I think that yeah. just kind of and it takes up the mental space, Mish. Like think about oh. the mental space it takes when you you're worried about not moving well. Like you're just worried about how your body moves because your clothes are. Are not fitting well Um, like you can't really function in the world properly to your full capacity when you're just worried about how you look constantly and it's just like sad
0: hey warriors welcome to the move forward podcast I'm your host Michelle wolf I'm a retired massage therapist turned self-care advocate and I am here to keep you moving and grooving through this thing we like to call life giving you boosts of energy insight and motivation I am open and honest while I navigate through all the challenges life throws my way, and I choose to find joy every single day. I talk with other inspiring people who are working towards healing from their own traumas and how resiliency affects their life experiences. I am dedicated to building a community of warriors through this podcast and my online education and learning platform, The Move Collective. Thank you so much for joining me and trusting me to be a guide to help you through those times when we feel alone and confused, or we just need a little boost of inspiration. If you're ready, I'm ready. So here we go. All right, today is an exciting day. I have a very special guest, Nicole Satimi, my very close friend, and also business. You, you, you help me with my business, which is so incredible.
1: Welcome back to the show. Hi, hey, Wish. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here with you. And I
0: love it. You're a new mama, so we're a new in mama. between nap time or during nap time. So hopefully, we can get this in yeah. before little Della
1: wakes up again. Yes, yes, we will have to be efficient. In- <laughs> Because we never know how long our naps are going to be. It could be 20 minutes. It could be an hour and a half. So that's Oh my gosh.
0: I love that. That's just so random, fly by the seat of our pants kind of thing. Exactly. That's motherhood, I guess. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Okay. So I brought you on. Actually, you even mentioned that you would come on, um, which I love because um, it's been a crazy summer and I've definitely had... um, just a lot more adventure and time to do what I want to do, um, rather than booking people to come on the show. And also Dana, who usually stops in here once a week, she's been really busy at our cottage and and with the little ones going back to school. So that's why I wanted to bring you on here because you are so insightful, uh, very knowledgeable. And so I think we can have a really great conversation to share with everybody. We actually met in, in massage
1: school. Years ago. Like, How long has it been? I guess since 2006? Was that when we started? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Oh my gosh. That is a long time ago. Yes. We should have like an anniversary party. We should. We should celebrate a 20-year anniversary. (laughs) Let's just have a big party.
0: I feel like they have that. Like at school, they have had some reunions. I just haven't gone.
1: And I mean, just me and you. Yeah. Just us. (laughs) You and I can just go on (laughs) vacation somewhere. Just like do something fun for the weekend for our 20 year yeah. anniversary oh my god we went to jamaica together do you remember that yes we with my, did
0: with my bestie stacy oh my I gosh that was it was so fun
1: oh it's such a beautiful country
0: oh such so fun, gorgeous yeah i wouldn't mind sitting on a beach right now drinking our faces
1: off. <laughs> <laughs> some pina coladas yes totally. please Oh my god!
0: Okay. Well, you are doing so many great things. You, obviously we mentioned your massage therapist, um, your osteopath. Um, what else do you do? I feel like you do a
1: lot of things. I do medical acupuncture. I practice medical acupuncture in my clinic. I teach yoga. Um, right now I am not doing any of that. I'm just, Um, running my podcast, the One Body Wellness Podcast, where I just do short episodes of uh, condensed health information. I just, you know, pick a topic of the day and I just talk about it for 10 to 12 minutes. Um, And that's really all I have time for right now with a nine month old. So yeah, um, I'm thinking of getting back to work in the new year, but I don't have firm plans yet. Awesome. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I
0: think that's so cool. I love the podcast idea because a lot of people don't want to put that much time into learning about the health stuff, but yet they also want to know. So I love those like quick Mm -hmm. bursts of like, of that information. So that's everyone. what's, What's the name
1: of the podcast again? So everybody can go check it out. It's the one body wellness podcast. So it's on any podcast listening app, device it's definitely it's out there um, yeah and they're just 10 to 15 minutes of quick condensed health information on topics like asthma or digestive concerns or um, brain health so yeah just getting in those quick doses of information so that you can feel more empowered in your health um, and wellness life in your journey yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. um
0: and i love that you were very interested and very um curious about our diet culture and things to do with our body image um just the wording that we use or the ways we could make things or improve things um so i love that and you have a few questions that you've come with from people that you know or yourself who've at who have some questions um so we're going to answer some questions today for for the for these listeners and
1: for people who are who are looking for some information nicole Cool, I'd love that. Yeah, I think the pandemic and like my pregnancy kind of brought up a lot of um, a lot with, you know, how we view food and what our feelings around food are and our triggers and diet culture, for sure. Living in, a, in the patriarchy as women, like we once you see it, you can't unsee it. And I've had a few great friends who've also inspired this um in me as well and so I think it'd be great to chat about it today with you oh my gosh because I know it's something you're also passionate about and trying to learn and unlearn about as well right yeah I
0: I was really reminded by this last night. I was having those stomach pains that I get when I eat foods that my body doesn't love. And I was in so much agony and I was like, oh my God, I haven't felt this for so long. I remember with you in college, I used to be like hobbled over in an an agony, like almost screaming, being like something is wrong. Um, Mm -hmm. And I later found out that it was certain foods that I was eating that just didn't serve my body. But immediately I was like, oh my God, I'm so like bad words were coming to my head that I wasn't being smart about, you know, the foods I was eating. And then I was feeling like FAT fat. I don't know. I don't even want to say that word, but like I was having these things go through my mind and I'm like, I haven't felt this in a long time, but like, it comes in every once in a while still. And yeah, so it, there's just, it's just constant and you got to be on top of it. And, and, um, Anyways, let's get into some questions.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, for sure. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it, it really is. It kind of comes and goes and we feel waves of um, insecurities in our own body and we definitely have to address the language that we use around food um, and be conscious of that because I think the way we talk about ourselves is definitely the way we show up in the world yeah. around others. And we just, we all want to have a good relationship with food and our bodies, but it's really hard to achieve.
0: Yeah. But when, when we do like, man, it, you just feel so much better. Everything seems to work a little better. (laughs) Okay. So let's start with this first question. So it says my friend often talks about her weight. And although I want to be a supportive friend in her process, I find it very triggering against the work I'm personally doing about my own body image and diet and diet culture. How do I be a good friend while respecting my own boundaries? Mm. I, this is, this is a great question. Do you want to start? You start. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I think that this question is really interesting because it's, it's something that I'm sure many of us are processing and go through often. Um, For myself personally, I'm quite open about if I'm not, if I'm not okay with the way someone's speaking, whether it has to do with something about me or even like if my daughter's in the room, I'm quite vocal. So I will actually verbally say, this is triggering for me. I would really like to maybe change that conversation, the conversation, or I would try probably to just like word it differently or maybe even just give them a little bit of help, but then change the topic. Um, but typically I'm quite open. Typically I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm working on this myself and it just isn't something that
1: I want to talk about right now. Um, yeah. How about you? Would you, would you own That's up to it right approach. away? Well, I think if it's something that is, is consistent and this type of talk comes up in every conversation I think your friend is likely looking for insight or help or needs more direction in their journey because obviously if it's if we talk about something quite often it's all it's it's that unresolved either trauma or issue that's coming up for us that we just need to get off our chest and if it's coming up often that means like we're not we don't have the tools to resolve it. So your friend is coming to you almost, you know, it seems to be for this, like, help this recognition that she needs help. Um, and it can definitely like, it depends on what type of talk it is, if they're like self deprecating, or Oh, I feel fat today, or oh, I look fat today. I've gained 10 pounds, like all of this type of um, comp, like all of that com- type of conversation can be quite, you um, almost like this gentle cry for help or need for acknowledgement in their process. And I think when, if that type of, um, if those types of things are triggering for you, because you're also going through your own um, difficult moments with, and difficult journey with your own weight or body image or self-image or self-love and, you find it triggering i think it's definitely um it's you're right like it's a really great opportunity to have an open conversation about well look like i understand you're going through um it it seems like you might be going through a difficult time with your body i read this great book recently um you can suggest a book you can suggest podcasts you can you know have an open conversation with them in a time um, at a time that's right for you but I definitely think it, it it might be an opportunity to suggest therapy as well because our friends are great for so many things but when it comes to uh, certain working through certain traumas or working through um, body image and self-worth issues that might be a point in time to recommend a therapist, because a therapist can help us uncover and heal from within, uncover issues that we need to work through and heal from within to sort of, I guess um, harness and and improve our self-worth. And I think, yeah, it's a really difficult thing when you're when you're kind of met with um, a friend where you want to be in support of them, you want to help them through their their difficult moments. But if it's also triggering you, it might be time to refer out and yeah, refer a book, refer a therapy, refer, um, you know, certain resources that you found helpful in your journey throughout all of this. Um, yeah, because you you aren't going to be the one to help improve their self-worth or improve their self-image.
0: Yeah, I'd like that. I feel like whether or not it's triggering, like, I feel like for you, you often, um, send me like podcasts or book recommendations. And I love that because it allows me to be put into the driver's seat. Like it's me saying like me knowing that, okay, that's there. And I should, I need to do this for me. Um, rather than you being like, you have to do that. You have to do this. Like you're very gentle, I feel like, and that's really beautiful as well, especially as somebody is, um, going through that stuff. And and if you're recognizing those, um, that conversation, those use of words that maybe are not so, um, I don't want to say the word healthy, cause that's one of these mm-hmm. words that we're trying to, um, maybe get away from, but you know, if there's certain things that seem triggering or not, so good um that yeah it's just it's a good way that you're able to help them
1: um yeah because you definitely can't at this point we we don't want to turn away from the things that our friends are dealing with just because they might be triggering for us we want to try and find a way that we can coexist and and support them um like simultaneously along like with the work that we're also doing, like just because someone uses, you know, terms that you might not be using still, it's a great opportunity to say like that type of thing can be, can be damaging to, to your own psyche and it can, you know, keep us sort of um, set back and it, it doesn't improve a situation. And so I think, yeah, there's always a learning.
0: Yeah. And there's different people I would say you would act a little bit differently around. So for instance, like, um, you know, I know certain people really trigger me the way that they come about it, the way that they verbalize what they're speaking about. Whereas I can have a conversation about the same topic, but somebody else is going to just say it a little bit differently, but it doesn't really affect me as much. So you really have to be aware of the person too, and how that makes you feel like if it's not if it is really triggering for you, if it doesn't feel good for the things that you're battling right now, um, yeah, I think it's okay to be like, you know what, this isn't feeling good for me, you know? And so giving them, like you said, giving them that recommendation and saying, at this time, mm-hmm. I really feel like this would be helpful for you. Um, you know, even taking it away from yourself, you know, I, not saying like, I can't handle this, so I can't talk to you, but more so, I really feel like this would help you and then giving them that information.
1: Yeah, because there's a reason why someone triggers us. There's a reason why um, we're triggered by something. And I think when it comes to, like recently, when, you know, if I were to be met with a friend who was talking about, um, or who was talking about a new diet, let's just say, for example, they started this new, a new diet. Mm -hmm. And I would likely say, look, I'm I'm working really hard to understand um, how I can move away from diet culture in raising my daughter and I'm working extra hard to educate myself on terms that might not be helpful in her process and so this is what I've learned so far this might be helpful for you um, regardless of the approach that you take with eating or um, your certain habits like this is what I'm doing that I'm finding helpful and Yeah, you're right. That's all you can really do. You don't want to turn away from a friend who might be experiencing difficult periods of time. And we all celebrate our lives differently. So if someone wants to celebrate their weight loss, um, and they want you to be a part of that, you get to decide how you show up for them. And if it is triggering for you, you can decide how to um, celebrate them in a maybe in a different way that, you know, aligns with you, but also helps to celebrate them that isn't related on to their weight.
0: Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. before, before we end this, I want to ask you a question. Okay. (laughs) Um, What are you doing for like, as a mom, um, what are you doing to help change that narrative and to help help, how Della, as she grows and becomes a woman to appreciate her body and to have you know, just maybe a better headspace and idea of, of her body and her image and all of that than what we're learning in, you
1: know, in social media? Wow, oh, that's a really good question. And I think I might just start answering that in a small way where I, um, have great book recommendations from a friend of mine who, who I've, who I've read, I've read the books and I've listened to, um, podcasts associated with these books one book I would recommend to your readers is more than a body it is written by two sisters it's fabulous it's easy to read it's a quick read it's amazing I think that it should be you know just a staple in our education system so that's more than a body and that really helped to um, just set the tone for recognizing in what in our culture Um, leads us to certain habits. And especially, I think, as women, I mean, men are affected too, but women are are greatly deeply affected by diet culture. And, and so, you know, it helps to realize when we're being objectified and how we objectify ourselves. And um, so in that way, with those tools, with that type of work, I can help um, guide Della in the ways in which I think she might be able to improve or um, I guess grow into having this positive body or neutral body image and it it's not just necessarily how she feels about herself it's also how she looks at others right Um, so I think yeah so having clothes that just fit her just clothes that just fit right like that's a very simple thing that we can do just buying clothes that fit and feel good Um, being surrounded by uh, many different types of images um, and from, you know, like from not just what we see on TV or in, on mag- in magazines but just like being out in the world and recognizing the beauty in all different, in everyone, right? And also um, the language that we have around food, like, yeah, like you mentioned the word health or the word treat or the word good or bad, Um, when it comes to food, we just want to look at food as neutral. And I also follow a few really great intuitive eating uh, nutritionists or dietitians. So, you know, following who you follow on social media as well is huge when it comes to um, recognizing and and noticing different patterns and, and, and patterns in our diet culture and trying to, yeah, just become very aware of of how it is damaging to a young brain and and yeah trying just to support the process of a young brain as she grows up and is in this changing body for years to come Um, I guess I'm still learning right I'm still kind of trying to be in that learner's mindset when it comes to that and soak in all the information that I can to be a a good resource and a good role model for Della.
0: Yeah, I love that. My gosh, it almost shocks me when I hear you say something because I'm like, oh, haven't, how have I not thought of that before or mm. looked into that before? And I love that you just talked about the fitting of clothes and that really, like I got shivers down my body because I remember even I was I was the valedictorian at my school for elementary school. So getting up on stage and speaking to the entire you know all the kids all their parents all their grandparents it was it was a f- packed gymnasium huge packed gymnasium and i spoke and i remember i i disliked the dress that i had i didn't have anybody to go with me to pick out one that was suitable for my style and you know you've got you're starting to have boobs and your body's changing and like <laughs> i just felt so uncomfortable and out of place and i just looking back at that i'm like man if i just had a dress that fit my body properly I know that I just would have felt so much better and I should have felt like a million bucks that day. You know, like I was the yeah. center of the show for part of it. And it's, yeah, it's now I ended looking at my own daughter. It's like, as soon as her shirts start to get too small, they're out the door, right? Like, I don't even tell her. I'm just like, Nope, I'm not going to even let you feel uncomfortable.
1: They're gone. Right. Yes. Cause we don't need to be fitting into clothes. We need clothes to fit us. Yeah. Like we don't need to be fitting into some crazy, you know, standard pattern that is on the market. We just need clothes that fit us right so that we can move well so that we're not restricted. Like, you know, we, we get to express ourselves freely in the clothes that we wear. And we want to make sure that our, our bodies are, you know, we, we feel good.
0: Do you ever find that when you're wearing like pants or something and they're too tight? And so you don't want to bend a certain way because you don't want like your underwear to show or like, you know, and you're just, you are restricted. And then does your back ever go out?
1: Yeah, like definitely, probably like tear a muscle in my leg because I'm not, you know, able to move well. And I think that yeah. just kind of and it takes up the mental space. Mish, like think about oh. the mental space it takes when you you're worried about not moving well. Like you're just worried about how your body moves because your clothes are are not fitting well. Um, like you can't really function in the world properly to your full capacity when you're just worried about how you look constantly. And it's just yes. it's like sad.
0: Oh my God. So Even my coat, when my t- coat's too tight, I get a sore neck. Like by the end of the day, I'm like, oh my God, why are my shoulders and my neck hurting? And I'm like, oh, right. Cause I couldn't move properly all day. Like it just <laughs> yeah. doesn't make sense. Like don't wear that again.
1: Right. Yes. Yes. Pass it on. Right. Like pass it on to someone who will, will feel good in it. Totally. Totally. Oh
0: my gosh. Okay. This has brought on a lot of conversation. I think we (laughs) need to talk about this again. So thank you for being here and for inspiring me to be um, more aware of the conversation and the words that I use. And I just really appreciate you for all that you're doing as well in the world.
1: Oh, thanks, Mish. Yeah. Like we're not always going to get it right. And we're not, you know, it's not that we're wrong. It's just, we're all kind of working at this at our own pace. And I think whatever we can put out there that helps to inspire like anyone taking the step towards breaking down diet culture and starting to see how we're, we're all influenced by it in certain ways. I think the better are, you know, the better we'll feel in this world. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Thanks for yeah. having me. Of course.
0: Come by anytime. You're welcome.
1: Anytime. <laughs> and for
0: all of our listeners who are listening out there, how can they follow you and your podcast and what's the
1: best way to get a hold of you? Yeah. So the one body wellness podcast or on Instagram at one dot body dot wellness. I am there. <laughs> Yay.
0: I love it. Thank you again for all that you're doing and for anybody else who's of course of course and anybody else who's listening out there please be sure to take a screenshot and share it on your social media you can tag myself at the michelle wolf as well as nicole and we are so grateful for you guys for listening please remember to keep shining your light and moving forward